It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 105 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. Today we bring you a lesser known show, The Sad Sack. Sad Sack started out as a comic strip character created by Sergeant George Baker during World War II, about an unnamed lowly private experiencing life in the U.S. Army. It was a shortening of the military slang, Sad Sack of Shit, and today generally means an inept person or soldier. The comic was published by Harvey Comics in 287 issues from 1949 to 1982. Sad Sack appeared on radio when it aired during the summer of 1946 as a replacement for the Frank Sinatra radio program, and it starred Herb Vigren in the title role, as well as Jim Bacchus, Sandra Gould, Ken Christie, and Patsy Moran. The show ran from June 12, 1946 until September 4th, and then disappeared. So sit back and relax for the premiere episode of The Sad Sack. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Has anybody got a match? Thanks. Now I can light an old goal and listen to The Sad Sack. Out of the pages of Yank, the Army Weekly, comes the hero of World War II, the beloved and eternal buck private created by George Baker. Old Gold, the cigarette that does more to give you more, Old Gold is proud to present The Sad Sack. returns, the conqueror comes home. Yes, the sad sack has just been discharged from the army. Let's follow him as he walks up the front steps of the boarding house he left four long years ago. One thought burns in his brain as it has in every soldier's, to get into a civilian suit and to see his girl. Why, it's Mrs. Flanagan, my old landlady. She was like a mother to me. Hello, Mrs. Flanagan. Hello. Well? Mrs. Flanagan, you mean you don't remember me? It's me, Sad Sack. I'm back. I'm home. I'm here. Say something, Mrs. Flanagan. Where's the six dollars you owe me for the third week in April, 1941? <laughs> Gee... She remembers me. 
The chaplain told us we wouldn't be forgotten. Sad sack. If I sound nasty, it's your own fault. Leaving us so suddenly, just dropping out of sight. But, Mrs. Flanagan, I couldn't help it. I got drafted. That's no excuse. <laughs> Where have you been all the time? In four years, you certainly could have dropped in for a visit. From overseas? Overseas? Yes, they sent me there. By boat. <laughs> My goodness, the idea of sending a green kid like you overseas. I was even greener on the boat. Oh, you got seasick. Well, I might have known that you always did have a nervous stomach. Yes, but since I've been eating army food for four years, it's not nervous anymore. No? Now it's neurotic. Oh, you poor boy. I suppose you had to spend the whole trip lying in your cabin. My cabin? On a troop ship? Gosh, all I had was a hammock. After three nights, I was so cramped up from it, I could hardly walk. Heavens, was it as bad as that? Yes. Then I found out you're not supposed to hang both ends of the hammock from the same hook. <laughs> you should have demanded a cabin. Oh, but you've always been afraid to open your mouth and stand up for your own rights. But not anymore. In fact, people better be careful of me from now on. I read an article in Reader's Digest about returning veterans. I'm a problem. <laughs> now, sad sack, don't go getting any silly ideas just because you read something about yourself. But it's true. The article said, we're men now, and we want to live. We don't want to settle right down. We want the things we've been denied. Wine, women, and song. Wine, women, and song? Sad sack, you don't drink, and I've never even seen you with a girl. Well, I sing a little. <laughs> Besides, th there's something you don't know. I, I, I do have a girl. A real girl. Female. Her, her name's Lucy Twitchell, and she lives at 1222 Oak Street. I only met her a week before I left for overseas, but we've been corresponding ever since. Gee. Just thinking about her gives me goose pimples. Big ones. Why, sad sack, then what did you come home for? Why didn't you go right over and see her first? I, I wanted to go up to my room first and put on a civilian suit. I wanted her to see me as I used to be. Say, I still have my room, don't I? Well, your old roommate, Chester Fenwick, hasn't shared it with anyone else, if that's what you mean. And don't let that poor flusher get his hands on your mustering out pay. Oh, hasn't Chester changed at all, Mrs. Flanagan? Well, uh, I'll see you later. I can't wait to get dressed and go see Lucy. Chester, it's me, Sad Sack. I'm back. Sad Sack, you're back. How are you, boy? Let me look at you. Turn around. <laughs> You look great, boy. Oh, you look great, yeah. yeah. Well, the Army's done wonders for you. Tell me about it, Sad Sack. You've been in the thick of things. Well, you see... You know, I wanted to get in, too, but uh, they wouldn't take me. You know why. Uh, was it because your uncle was on the draft board? <laughs> yeah, I... why, Sad Sack? You know how bad my back is, boy. I couldn't carry a gun. 
Ah, but forget about me, sad sack. You're the one who's been over there, who's been in a glorious fight for freedom. It must have been rough. Tell me about it. Tell me all about it. Well, the first place I landed was... But don't think it's been easy here. Because it ain't. Uh, We civilians put up with plenty, so you boys over there could have the best. When I think of the nights, I've gone without steak, so you boys could have spam. Ah, but forget about us. Tell me about you, buddy. Well, like I was saying, the first place I landed was in New Guinea. I was in the first wave to hit the beach. And And there I... And Do you know that for three summers straight, I didn't have enough gas to go to the beach even once? Cooped up here in this boarding house when it was 90 degrees in the shade. Once I sat in a foxhole for 12 days and 110 degrees, the sweat just poured off me. It was awful. Awful? Why, do you know what I'd pay for a Turkish bath? (laughs) Why, it cost me $10 to lose six pounds. In that foxhole, I lost 20 pounds. Lucky boy. Ah, but the important thing is you're home now. You've got that discharge emblem on your blouse, and you're mustering out pay in your pocket. You have got it in your pocket, haven't you? Yes, I've got it. Great. (laughs) Great. When we go out tonight, it'll help us forget what you've been through. Well... Gosh, Chester, about tonight. Well, you see, well, the first night home, a soldier usually wants to be with his girl. I have a girl, you know. Why, sad sack, I didn't even know you knew anything about girls. I didn't, but I heard rumors, so I investigated. (laughs) They're soft. Gee, I got a nice girl, too. Lucy Twitchell. But how come I didn't know anything about her? Because I met her at the canteen just before I went overseas. She gave me a ham sandwich. Gee, she's pretty. With mustard. (laughs) Well, well, so you finally got a girl. Wonder what's wrong with her. Uh... Of course, I haven't heard from her for two months because I was redeploying. But in my last letter, I I proposed to her. I'm going to marry her. Marry her? Now, wait a minute, boy. We've been roommates a long time. You can't bust up a thing like that without without giving it a little thought. No, Chester, my mind's made up. Uh, excuse me while I go in the closet and get a suit to put on so I can go see her. A sad sucker. I wonder which one I should wear. The blue serge... Or the brown tweed? Or maybe my gray gabber... Gabber? (gasps) Chester! I had three suits hanging in the closet. I don't see them. You don't? (laughs) No, that's funny. They were here just four years ago. Um, um, moths, maybe? Moths? But but they only eat wool. There'd still be the zippers left. Sad sack, I, I see there's no use lying to you. You're my pal. I couldn't help it, boy. I couldn't help it. I love you too much. Chester, what are you talking about? Your suit, sad sack. When I read about the New Guinea invasion and I knew you were in it, I had a feeling I'd, 
I'd never see my little pal again. And those three suits hanging there, reminding me of you, looking so empty and lifeless. I, I couldn't stand it anymore, I tell you. I just couldn't stand it. So I sold them. <laughs> Gee, Chester, I never knew you cared for me that much. But gosh, I wanted Lucy to see me in a civilian suit like I used to be. Now I'll have to go right out and buy a suit before I can see her. Oh, oh fine, Sadsack, do that. Yeah, and get a tweed, a large one. I've always wanted a tweed. My, there don't seem to be many suits on display. Oh, that must be the salesman coming over here. Yes? Uh, hello. I'd like to get a suit of clothes. So would I. You, you don't understand. I just got back from overseas, and, and I want to see my girl tonight, and all I got is this old G.I. uniform. Wear it in good health. Please, this is a very serious matter. I proposed to Lucy by mail, and to make sure she'll accept me, I want to look good. But do you think a suit will do it? Oh, you'd be surprised what the right suit does for my figure. It hides it. Well, our stock is very low, and I suggest that you drop back in a month or two. Uh, a month or two? But, gee, I'm a veteran. The chaplain said people would be nice to us. Well, since you're a veteran, and since our store likes to take the veterans' uh, interests to heart, <laughs> I'll take a look in the rack and see what we've got. Say, uh, what size are you, soldier? Five feet four with my shoes on. I mean suit. With a suit on, I'm still five feet four. <laughs> what a coincidence. Well, you can't be too choosy on size nowadays. Here, here's something. Slip it on. Well, now how does it feel? Gee, I know you said I shouldn't be choosy about fit, but I think it's a little too big. What makes you say that? I have to bend over to put my hands in the pockets. <laughs> I don't think Lucy would like me in this. Oh, well, all right. Take it off. I think we have one small suit back here. It's a lucky thing you're a veteran or I wouldn't let you have it. Gee, I hope the color is right. I remember Lucy once said she liked my necktie because it matched my eyes. So, um, would you have a suit that matched my eyes? I don't know. What color are your eyes? <laughs> well, they're, uh... Gee, I forget. Would you look into them, please? Oh, all right. Let's see. Your eyes are blue. Yours are green. <laughs> well, uh, do, do you have a blue suit to match my eyes? No, no. This one small suit I've got happens to be brown. Oh, here, here. Try it on. If it comes anywhere near fitting, I'd advise you to take it. Uh, all right. Guys... This one is too tight. It, it pinches me in the shoulders. Look, before you make up your mind about the pinching, try the pants on. <laughs> Why? The way the pants will pinch, you won't even think about the coat. <laughs> Gee. I think this suit is much too tight. I can hardly move my arms. Gee, I won't even be able to hug Lucy when I see her. If I dare. Oh, well, don't you worry. It'll loosen up as you wear it. Go ahead. Move your arms around. 
Well, all right. <laughs> there. <laughs> See? I bet it feels looser already. <laughs> Gee, I can't wear this. It's ripped. Well, since you're a veteran, we'll sew it up and let you keep it. Of course, it'll still be a little tight, but the important thing is you'll have a suit, and for only $75. $75? Yes, we're not like other forms. We're, uh, we're patriotic. We only take three quarters of your mustering out pay. Well, I, I can't wait anymore to see Lucy, so fix it up. Go ahead. Gee, how I love that, Lucy. Four years. And in all that time, I never looked at or had a single thought about another woman. Gee, I wonder if I'm normal. <laughs> well, Sad Sack finally got a suit, even though it is a little tight, and he's on his way to 1222 Oak Street to see, at long last, his girl. But let's go ahead and see what's happening at 1222 Oak Street before Sad Sack gets there. But, Daddy, let me explain. You have plenty of explaining to do. Staying out all night. No daughter of mine stays out all night. But, Daddy... Oh, how much can a man stand? My son bangs up the car. I have a fight with my wife. My daughter stays out all night. And on top of that, this morning, I find fungus on my rhododendrons. <laughs> but, Daddy, you're getting excited over nothing. I'm trying to tell you I got married last night. Is that any excuse to stay out all night? <laughs> you got married? Yes, Daddy. His name's Jimmy, and he just got discharged from the Army. He's tall and handsome and has big muscles. And he dresses like a million dollars. Well, why isn't he here? At least your husband should come back with his wife and meet his in-laws. But here he is coming. Coming here, Daddy. He just stopped off at his house to tell his folks the good news. Oh, I'm so exhausted from all this excitement. I'm going upstairs. And you'll be sure and call me when Jimmy gets here. All right. Oh, now. Now, if only my son would go get married to some ex-whack, I'd have some peace around here. Oh, oh, that must be Jimmy, my new son-in-law. Tall, dark, and handsome, eh? <laughs> I might have known my daughter would go for the physical type. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you the fellow just discharged from the army? I mean, are you the fellow who... That, that is, you and my daughter are... Yes. I guess I am. Oh. Tall and handsome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Big muscles. The army did it for me. I guess they stand out more in this tight suit. Well, come on in out of the doorway before the neighbors see you. Yes, sir. Dress is like a million dollars. Excuse me, but that suit. Where did you get that suit? Oh, I know it's a little tight, but I was desperate for a suit. I, I was desperate. What did you do? Hold up a midget in a dark alley? <laughs> oh, no, I bought it. And I was lucky, too. They told me they saved it especially for a veteran. Oh, I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. Wait a minute. Stand up again. Yes, sir. Sit down, it's true. <laughs> What's done's done. What are your plans? 
my plan? Yes, concerning my daughter. I assume since you're just out of the army, you're not too well set up financially for a place of your own. Do you uh, want to move right in with my daughter this evening? But I... Uh, do you... Do I what? Today? Not... Huh? <laughs> well, what's the matter? It's perfectly all right. It is? <laughs> Gosh, America sure has changed in four years. <laughs> Gee, I didn't think I'd be getting married this fast. Well, I didn't think my daughter would either. She only told me about it a few minutes ago. Oh, gosh, if I'm going to move in today, I'd better get going. It might take some time to get the license. Yeah, sometimes there's quite a delay getting the license. It... The license? The license? Yes, you need one when you get married. He's telling me. I'll, I'll, I'll kill him. Somebody hold me or I'll kill him. Somebody hold me. I'll hold you. Oh, my blood pressure. Gee, what are you getting so excited about? I'm going to kill you. I'm going to. I'm going to. Please, whatever it is, I I won't do it again. That's not good enough. You viper. You cad. You, you tight suitor. If you feel this strongly about it, I'll, I'll do the noble thing. And what's that? I, I won't marry her. No, where's a blunt instrument? Please, put down the chair. Really, I don't understand this. Look, won't you please tell your daughter that Sad Sack is here? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did you say your name was? Sad Sack. Sad Sack? Yes, sir. Then you aren't, Jimmy? No, sir. I just got out of the Army today. I proposed to your daughter by mail just before I left overseas, and, and I haven't seen her yet to know if she's accepted me. Who's Jimmy? <laughs> oh, what a relief this is. Sad sack, let me shake your hand. I like you. How long do you think you'll feel that way before you have the chair up in the air again? <laughs> oh, forget that. You see, my daughter got married last night to a boy named Jimmy, and I mistook you for Jimmy, and I thought you hadn't married her. <laughs> but now everything is wonderful. See, I'm glad it all worked out so good. And it, uh, did you say she was married? Yes, yes, and she... Oh, I... I forgot about you. I'm sorry, son. Oh, that's all right. Everybody forgets about me. Gosh... Four years of dreaming. Dreaming about her. And I was so true to her. Whenever I'd start dreaming of Lana Turner or Hedy Lamar, I'd force myself to wake up. <laughs> well, goodbye. Wait a minute, son. Wouldn't you like to see her and talk to her before you go? No. I couldn't stand. I don't know what I'll do now. But will you give her this? It's... It's a present I brought back from the South Pacific for her. Well, it's a pretty package. What is it? A coconut. <laughs> they grow there. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, life holds nothing for me anymore. There's only one thing left for me to do. And I'm going to do it right now. Well, what can I do for you, buddy? I... I want to re-enlist. 
Re-enlist? You mean we took you in the first place? <laughs> yes. I was in for four years in the thick of it. I gotta get back in the army. I just gotta. Why are you so anxious? I got something to tell the chaplain. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, buddy, things are a little different now. We're not fighting a war where we can take just anybody. We have to have men who can make an impression on the conquered enemy. But I fought them with bullets. Yeah, but that was different. They didn't get a chance to see you. <laughs> but I got again, and I, I got a... I can't face my civilian friends after what's happened. Please take me in the army, please. Please take me. I wonder if anybody would believe this. <laughs> Hey, look, kid, I am sorry for you, so if you'll just give me your name and number, I'll tell you what I'll do. Gee. What? If there's ever another war, I'll phone you. Here, have some more cocoa, sad sack. It'll quiet you down. Thank you, Mrs. Swanny. Oh, it's a fine thing. Wouldn't even take the boy back in the army after his girl jilts him. It's a fine country. Fine country. I'm glad I live in it. You be quiet, Chester Fenwick. Can't you see the boy's been hurt? That he's heartbroken? Yeah, I'm heartbroken. Gee, now I know how Gene Tierney felt in Dragonwick. I don't think I'm ever going to get over this. I just can't. I'll get it. Hello? Hello. I'd like to speak to Sad Sack, please. Just a minute. It's for you, Sad Sack. It's a girl. A girl? I don't know any other girls but Lucy. Lucy! No, I can't talk to her. I can't. Sad sack. The best thing a person can do with his problems is to face them. Now you go ahead and talk to her and get it out of your system. All right. But you don't know what this is doing to me, Mrs. Flanagan. Hello, Lucy. Oh, sad sack. Don't be so nervous. Will you wait till I hand you the phone? <laughs> Here. Thanks. Hello? Hello, Sad Sack. This is Lucy. Oh, Lucy! <laughs> oh, Sad Sack, I don't understand you. I heard you were home and around, and you didn't even come to see me. I couldn't wait. For four years, I dreamed of coming back to 1222 Oak Street, and when I came there today to see you, what happened? You came to 1222 Oak Street to see me today? Yes. Do you, you move from there? Then you weren't? Then you didn't? Oh, 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 I'm so happy! The sad sack will return in just a moment. But first, I'd like to... Pardon me, Mr. Joy. I know you're going to talk about cigarettes, and I have a very important question to ask. Well, ask away, good lady. Well, I keep hearing so much about cigarette laboratory tests. Tell me, are smokers becoming guinea pigs, or do they still smoke for <laughs> well, fun? Well, you, you do hear a lot about throat irritation and such these days, but as far as old gold is concerned, well, they want you to enjoy your smoke. They want you to get the full pleasure of rich, fragrant tobaccos. But if you should worry about your throat, I'll tell you this. In a two-week test conducted by Fact Finders Associates, 69% of 1,200 smokers of other leading brands, or more than two out of three, 
stated they found old golds less irritating to the throat. But we're not throat doctors. We manufacture pleasure. Pleasure burning at the end of a cigarette. Old gold pleasure. So if you want a treat instead of a treatment, treat yourself to a pack of old golds right away. Well, goodbye. Well, where are you going? I'm off for a treat instead of a treatment. Old gold. <laughs> And now, let's look in on the porch of the house Lucy really lives in, where we find an extremely happy veteran talking to his girl. Gosh, Lucy. You can imagine how I felt when I thought that man at 1222 Hook Street was your father, and you had married another man with muscles. Oh, but that's all over now, Sassack. Uh, would you... Uh, would you like to put your arms around me? Oh, gosh, Lucy. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I should. Oh. oh, don't be silly. It's all right. And you've been through so much. Um, that's not what I mean. Oh, come on, Satsack. Put your arms around me. Well, all right. Here goes. That's what I mean. (laughs) That was the premiere episode of The Sad Sack, one of only a few episodes created and only two episodes known to survive to this day. Contact us with comments or a suggestion for a show you'd like to hear on a future episode of this podcast by clicking the links in the show's description page. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. La, 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 la.